Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, established 2019. Direct from the North Wales coast, his verbal skills definitely outweigh his wrestling ability. It's time for British Wrestling's Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer. Hello and a warm welcome. My guest this afternoon is none other than the author of wrestling action figures of the early 1990s, Mr. Kevin Williams. Hello, <laughs> how are you doing? You okay, Stu? All good. And can I just add that the book is available in all good book stockists. I've had a, I've had a little search this morning on Google, Kev. Oh, fair play to you, mate. Amazon, you name it, eBay, it's all there, buddy. Lovely. Good, good plug there, mate. Good plug to start us <laughs> off. Um, my first question, and I asked this... So all the guests first, I always open this question. How long have you been watching wrestling? 30 years, exactly. It was uh, WrestleMania 6, the first one I've seen, so 30 years. Getting old now, boy. Same same, uh, same time as me, 1990, mate. Yeah, that's it. The, hey, era, eh? the, heyday, the heyday of the business for me, and I know you agree with that when we've spoken before. Yeah, yeah. Who, who were some of your favourites? Who were you fond of at the time in the early 90s? Obviously, Warrior and Hogan, they were massive, weren't they? Absolutely brilliant. Jake the Snake, I thought, was class. Like, a one-off, pure one-off guy. Uh, big boss man, I love the big boss man. But, to be honest with you, I've, I've grown up watching The Undertaker as well. So, he is an absolute legend. 30-year pro now in the WWF, that is WWE, so... Were you into any uh, tag teams, Kev, at that time? Legion of Doom weren't bad, eh? I caught the last end of Demolition. They were okay, but Heart Foundation too. We had a spell of the Rockers, but if I had to say any, I used to love the Steiner brothers. They had a good run. More, more obviously synonymous with WCW, weren't they? But yeah, I did. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the WWF E run yeah. with the Steiner brothers. They, they were brill. Yeah, they were brutal in WCW. The Steiner brothers, and even now when you watch back, it's so fresh. It's so good. You know, it's like something that hasn't aged, uh, which has aged well, and you know you can recapture it now, and they'd slot right in. Really good. What were some of your favourite uh, pay-per-view events growing up, Kev? Just like, obviously, me and you are 90s fans, early yeah. 90s. It, 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 oh, which I, ones were floating your boat? Obviously, the top one is Royal Rumble 1992. That has to be the best when Ric Flair won it. But there's a wide-range SummerSlam 92 because it was at Wembley. It's probably UK's biggest wrestling event ever. But there is some good WWF events, things like WrestleMania 17. I love that. That was a great one. 
Um, which one is it with Undertaker and HBK? Is it 29, something like that? They had, they had the, uh, 20, 25 and 26, wasn't it? Oh, God, is it that long ago, is it? Wow. Well, them, honestly, because their matches are just something else, mate. So you do get some good ones today still. So Did you manage to attend any events around that time? Even even into the late nineties, did you get did you manage to get to live events? Uh not WF or WCW, but I did go to local shows and things like that, so I was quite lucky to go and see a few guys wrestle, but it was always hard for me to get tickets, I thought, so I wasn't that fortunate. How how did the book come to fruition? Well, it's all about WWF Hasbro wrestling figures, really. So I've collected since the birth in 1990, that was. So over the years, I've had a collection and it's kept growing and growing and it's complete. So next minute, I, I put everything into catalogue form. Then I show my brother and a few friends and it's like, you know what, that needs to get published and the book, you know, just for the fans' sake. So I did that. Sent it away to a couple of publishers, and next minute it's it's out on the shelves. So. My next question was going to be, how long was the writing process and collating all the photos and stuff? I'd say about three months. It didn't take that long because it, it was already in my mind anyway. Because there's something I love, and it, it didn't take much. How, did it cost? Is it cost you a lot personally to produce the book? Not really. It's cost me nothing. So the publishers are paid for that. So all the figures, everything else I've had in my collection. So it's it's just something that I've put together really, and the rest is history. This might be a bit of an obvious one to ask you. Did you have to ask permission uh, to to use the photos? Well, they're my own photographs, and it's a photograph of my collection, and it's what I'm showcasing. So I've let Amberly deal with that side of things. So that's up both publishers. So but that's up to them really. Uh, how many? I'm just trying to think. How many pages is the book? Uh, 96 pages long. It's um, 140 fo- photographs and 15,000 words. So it's a good in-depth story of the WWF Hasbro line. So that's all good. I, I don't know if you <laughs> you might mind me asking this, but I'm going to ask anyway. How many how many books have you sold so far? Well, the deal with Ambly was 5,000 press copies. So Obviously, Amberley have got the hand in all sorts of businesses like uh, WH Smith. They've got a little thing connection with them, uh, Waterstones. And what did surprise me was places like Australia and uh, New Zealand. I think there's, it's going to America in March. And with the 5,000, I asked for another 25 in early December. And they said that they'd sold out, so they had to reprint more. So it's around the 5,000 mark, I believe. Superb, Kev. Superb. I just obviously I wouldn't have known how many you'd sold, but that that's fantastic. What a, what a yeah. number! What a number, mate. I was I wasn't expecting it to be that many, actually. No, well, the Undertaker's had a copy. Get in. Know that much. Get and, in, um, mate. Get in. Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, is it? Uh, I, I know there's uh, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. So it, they did the major wrestling stuff, and you know it's like. I sent them a copy because, like, the wrestling fans and figure collectors, so I was like, oh, <laughs> there you go. That's, uh, I, honestly, I'm not, not dumbfounded or, you know, thingy by it, but what, oh, I can't get over that, that The Undertaker's got a copy, and obviously, yeah. Ryder and Hawkins being such big collectors, what, that's, that's amazing, that is so good. Yeah. Fair play to you, mate, fair play. Well, thank you. Have they, have they spoke to you about it, have you had any feedback off them guys? 
yeah, I do. I keep in contact with Zack Ryder a little bit through Facebook, and like every every now and then, he'd have something to show, or I'd have something. We always talk. It's like, oh wow, where did you find this? Like, I've had a few rare T-shirts, and like with the book, he said it's it's quite impressive, and he he doesn't read, but he said he's going to take it with him on his travels, and it goes. Even if I just look at the photographs, it's just a good memory to take with him. So that's quite overwhelming, really. High praise, high praise indeed, mate. I, I enjoy just going on to Ryder and Hawkins. I love the Major Figure podcast, and I, I love the I love the videos they put on YouTube. Some of the stuff they found. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, the episode we went to the High Spots uh, warehouse. Yeah, but was it the Big Boss Man? <laughs> the, the tour, the big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was quite good, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy what they find. Like you know. You know what? Like ten, fifteen years back, them two ups were like hardly heard of, and they weren't fetching the money they fetched today. I just wish I had the money then to buy a ton. But how, how much were they then, Kev? You're looking about fifteen hundred to two thousand. Now you're looking about six thousand to eight thousand. That's in pounds. So yeah, because. Like, Something remind something reminded me there. I think the boss man was five. They, he paid five grand for that, didn't he? Yeah, that's that's a good price. But I imagine today, you know, it's only going to go up because only one was ever made. So, do you list any collections? Do you sell any anything on the social media? Not a great deal, really. Sometimes I'd have spares that I need to pass on, or say if I've bought something and there's a job lot. Obviously, there's going to be stuff I don't need, but I still collect. You know. I try and collect retro WWF, WCW, ECW. Like this last week, I've had a load of PS1 games, and I think I'm waiting on Royal Rumble for the Super Nintendo, so it's ever growing. <laughs> do, do you use them, or are they for display purposes only, your games? Uh, just collection purpose, really. That's all. It's like, I don't display anything because I, I don't like to. It's like, I like to store it away, keep it safe. Maybe one day I will, but until that day. <laughs> is, is there anything else that you, you're looking for chasing that you haven't got in the collection? There is a few signatures I'd love, like a Stone Cold, uh, The Rock. But seriously, I'd want to meet them in person. So until there's an event on, I can get to meet them. Then I'll have to wait until then. Do you meet them domestically or do you go, do you go over to the States to meet... I haven't been to the States yet, but I have been looking at it. I have always been in the UK and travelled most of the UK for it. So I've met some great guys, wrestlers that is, and obviously the fans, they're as wacky as me. And you always get down to talking and some of their collections is bigger and better than mine. And honest to God, I, I was, where was I? Um, I think it was Blackpool. And there's a guy with some like four suitcases full of like wrestling merch just to get signed. <laughs> it's mad. It is, it is crazy the people you see. You need to get to the states, mate. I tell you, it's. Uh, yeah. I've had some great trips over there. I've obviously spoke about it on previous episodes. Won't go into it now because I'm talking to you. But uh, yeah, you need to tick off a WrestleMania or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't follow wrestling as much these days, but it'd still be nice to do a WrestleMania. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, obviously, I've been over, but yeah, the, the, the heyday for me and you is the nineties, isn't it? But uh, oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. Do you know any of the talent at the moment? Or obviously, because you're not watching it as, as such, but anyone stick out in the current product? Not necessarily WWE. Other, you know, the independents, Japan. Yeah. I, well, I love watching NWA Power on YouTube. That's really good. I like Nick Aldis. I know he's a British guy and. 
there's Eli Drake, but the question mark, if, if anyone has seen NWA Power, like, who is the question mark? He, he does about four or five moves, he says one word, and it just fetches you back to the 80s and 90s. It's just like, you don't see question mark on Twitter, twitting people. <laughs> He's just old school. It's like, yeah. he can live wherever out of Monrovia. You just don't know, but he, he is just that good. What was that all about? The uh, Have you seen this week's episode yet? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Number 15. I'm onto it. I've seen 14 where Scott Steiner yeah. he's back and like he looks in a bad way, really. But yeah, it's the it's the it's the, it's the name, isn't it? That's the draw. Yeah, that's the draw yeah, there. He's, yeah, he still got it verbally. <laughs> I met I met Scott and I was absolutely bricking it because you hear so many stories. Wow. But when I met him, he was he was lovely. Like he was brilliant. Really, really, yeah. really respectful. Asked him a few questions, but yeah, um, basically. There's a karate demonstration on episode 15 with the question mark and Aaron, wow. Ste- Aaron Stevens. Oh, he's brilliant. He's class. So Aaron Stevens. <laughs> I won't let I won't let loose anything else about the episode. That's all. There's a karate demonstration. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to. I'll get me uh, gear on and I'll have a look. <laughs> I, I like the I like the fact that they don't come out to music like the old 80s studio days as well. That was a yeah, standout thing for me. Yeah. It's, it's just all stripped back, isn't it? It's like, there you go, here's your wrestling, here's your entertainment, goodbye, good night. <laughs> How about the relationship with, uh, obviously, Marty Skill coming over? Do you reckon there'll be more yeah, that's, more to do with Ring of Honor? A, yeah, they're, they're going to build links there, aren't they? Uh, Ring of Honor, maybe they might get AEW or Impact involved, something like that. It, it's just going to grow. It's, it's going to become a massive independent scene again, wrestling, I think, in America. I watch. Um, I'd say another one I watch, Kev. ML, MLW on uh, Free Sports. Oh, right. I'll have to have a look. It's brilliant. Court Bauer, who used to write, obviously for WWE back in the day. Um, yeah. It's him, and then they've got uh, Rich Brennan, who used to commentate for WWE on NXT, and that he, he's he's yeah. on he's on the commentary. They did have Cornet for a bit, and then obviously he went over to no. NWA. <laughs> he went over to NWA. Obviously, I know he's not working for them now after what was said. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check out MLW if you can. Yeah, definitely. It's on. It's yeah. on YouTube as well. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. Definitely, thanks. How how long do you reckon Nick Aldis will have the belt for? Do you think they'll keep it on him for a long, long time? Oh, I do think that. Yeah, because again, it's back to the old days where the talent used to hold the belt for at least twelve months. You know, that's, that's something else to look at. And if he's drawing the crowd, then why not? I just think, like you know, the, the, the fact that they've you've got young talent on there, they're showcasing. But obviously, you've got your Ricky Ricky Morton's and your Robert Gibson's, and then obviously Tim Storm, who's been with yeah. Championship Wrestling for Hollywood. He was champion, wasn't he, for a bit? I do like yeah. I do like the mix of old and uh, newer newer guys that they're going with. That's it, isn't it? And you know what else I like? It's not flip crazy like AEW. <laughs> it's very, very, Every very move. old school in it. Yeah, that's it. By design. Yeah, I love it. So that that keeps me occupied with the world of wrestling this this day and age. And to be honest, yeah, I love it. There's <laughs> nothing there's nothing better for me. Some people don't get it, do they? But uh, obviously, me no. and you, me and you are on the same wavelength with uh, with the NWA. And uh, hopefully, Billy Corgan can just get it. You know, can build it and build it. But I wonder, do you think it'll stay in the studio format the whole time, or they do bigger places? Do you reckon going forward? I think they'll keep it in the studio. I really do. They're probably making more off YouTube than what they will with uh, ticket sales. So 
So AEW just find it's too there's too much of a modern style with it, yeah, yeah what you've seen. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's not organised wrestling for me. It's it's another product of the WWE where it's you know, we've seen it all before. It's like what is different there? Nothing. <laughs> just different guys wrestling. <laughs> I could watch Impact for that. Do you watch Impact now? Uh, I've tried to watch Impact now. <laughs> there's some good guys wrestling there, but the product is awful for me. I, I know Ken Shamrock's back there. I did. I've, I've seen. I've seen snippets. I just. It's not. I don't think. I'm, it's. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not first on it. If I'm honest, but obviously, nah. Tessa Blanche is the champion now. Yeah. I, she's just, good. She's very good. She's brilliant, but it, it's devaluing. What happens when she faces a guy? You know. I know Brian. I don't know if Brian Cage is still there. Actually. It, oh yeah. It makes. I, I think he's. Heading AEW, I believe. Right. It? Okay. It's it's all it's all well and good beating Sammy Callahan, but it, it, look at your bigger look at your bigger guys. It's yeah. Does it devalue them who are defending the belt against them? Yeah, possibly does that, doesn't it? Again, I I don't really watch it, so I'm like I can't really give judgment on everything. But what I have been watching, it's all backstage where people beat each other up, and I'm thinking we had this in the Attitude Era. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years old it's 30 years old nearly it's like come on get with the times move forward new, new ideas yeah yeah seen it all before what about what about UK based stuff are you into any of the UK based promotions you know what I love Britannia Wrestling it's like a local promotion to us but it's like there's local guys there like uh, Jack Griffiths I think he's a great talent and you got Pyro well I, I grew up with Pyro to me it's like what are you paying 8, 10 quid it's next to nothing it's costing you next to nothing in fuel and you're getting like six, seven bouts and it's good fun. You know, there's no over-the-top swearing. It's family-friendly. It's affordable, so I, I love to go and see Britannia Wrestling. I, I also like Basics as well with uh, Mike Roberts. And what was it, 12, 15 years back when Mike set it up? It was like a massive thing to have a wrestling promotion in this area, so now it's like we've got two. And you know, Saxon's had some big guys involved, hasn't he? Over the over the last you know decade or so, yeah. there's been yeah, some yeah. big stars passing through the company. It's cool. Oh, it's big time, yeah. It's 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 still it's still refreshing. They they you know obviously this alpha gen looks to be going from strength to strength with the younger guys as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I seen Cody Hall was at one of the shows. I'm thinking, yeah, you can see he's a bit green, but in a few years' time, he's gonna home his skills a bit and get a bit better isn't he so it's, it's nice to see he's got he's got the look and obviously he's got his dad behind him like guy. like you say <laughs> so yeah it's he's a big guy <laughs> he's like how many six foot eight six foot ten wrestlers do you know not many i'm gonna i'm just gonna go back to like the 90s which pay-per-views were you into growing up oh royal rumble was my favorite you know he didn't know who was entering. It's like, was it 2003 when Mr. Perfect entered? I was like, oh, brilliant. I'm like, <laughs> it's always a surprise, isn't it? <laughs> You're like, oh, get in. He's back, or, you know, such and such has happened at the Rumble. Brilliant. Well, again, you can't dismiss the top four. It's like, WrestleMania, it's like the home of wrestling. It's like, it's the World Series sort of thing. It's the main event. Then, um, SummerSlam, I still love SummerSlam and Survivor Series, but I do wish they kept that to the the tag team format. So any of the big four. Awesome. Any any events like uh, that, that 
stick out to you? Obviously, I know you said you watched WrestleMania six first. Any any yeah. any out of the big four that were you know you remember fondly yeah. to this day? Oh well, um, sorry, SummerSlam nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Because when was it? I'd say nineteen ninety one, ninety two. I was talking to a guy about this the other week, and we were saying wrestling was almost as big as football in the UK then. Every kid like had a Hulk Hogan figure, wore a Sting T-shirt, collected wrestling stickers. It was huge, and like it just goes to show when you have ninety thousand at Wembley Stadium, how big wrestling was then. So SummerSlam '92 was it was absolutely massive. I was fortunate that my dad, well, my mum and dad sorted out that we had uh, we got a bus from at this end, and uh, yeah, I was there. I was there for it. I don't remember. I don't remember much of it. I just remember like little bits. Obviously, I was only six at the time, but um, um, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. All the kids' TV shows had SummerSlam wrestling, and you get the likes of the Nasty Boys like turning up on going live, and you're thinking this isn't right. <laughs> You have G- uh, GMTV fe- featuring Jimmy Hart. You're like, wow! <laughs> just, just doesn't happen. I know they, they do have them on on the on the morning breakfast shows, don't they? But yeah, like, yeah. it's not in the same mould as it was when we were kids, is it? As you say, no way. just, just, yeah. e- I'm just echoing what you're saying, really. Well, I, I think like today, the wrestling talent is absolutely class, and they, they could probably wrestle a mannequin or anything. They're absolutely brilliant. But it's just that character, that feel, that era. It's just like everything else has gone. <laughs> but we didn't watch wrestling for the wrestling ability, did we? We didn't say, like, oh, look at that great like suplex by Mr. Perfect. They'll be like, Papa Shango's just cast a spell on Ultimate Warrior. Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's all about that. <laughs> I used to love watching superstars. Yeah. You used to be pretty- superstars, wrestling challenge. What was it on the Saturday? All-American wrestler on a Saturday. My my thing was to stay up till five to ten and fall asleep because it started at ten. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to the Full of Wrestling at the Liverpool Convention Centre in April, Kev? Yeah, I'll be there. Was the ten thousand there last last year? It was a very good event and okay. Some things are expensive and it's in Liverpool. Unfortunately, no, it's a great city, Liverpool. I have to say that as a United fan. <laughs> With Full of Wrestling, I will be going, and it's good to talk to people and reminisce with uh, people with the same mindset really and hopefully get a few signatures along the way I didn't realise you had 10,000 there for that last year oh absolutely massive event honestly it's like absolutely blowing a gale outside freezing cold and you still had guys dressed up as like Brock Lesnar and dress up man it's freezing what are you doing testament <laughs> testament to the organisers for that as well because that, that's not an easy feat is it that amount of people no, they're, they're brilliant, honestly, and there's plenty of people you could talk to and ask if you needed any assistance. And Yeah, people like to criticise little things on these events, but you can't really. It's something for us wrestling fans, it's like what we need, so get out there and support it. If you're an old-school wrestling fan or a new-school wrestling fan, you want to meet your heroes, just go, seriously. Who uh, who are you going to see this year? Who, who's, who's been booked, mate? Kenny Omega's F. Is he on the Saturday or Sunday? So I'd love to, I'd love to meet Kenny. Uh, I think he's a great talent. Uh, again, Steiner Brothers, IRS will be there. So there's a few signatures I need. So Do you get photos, Kev? Uh, sometimes. I used to get photographs, but uh, I've realised I'm ugly. So <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have that problem. But yeah, I am yeah. 
predominantly uh, it, with me it was photos but the lads I used to go to the States with a lot they've had a lot of signatures you know yeah, yeah. That, it just cool. depends on the person doesn't it it's like if, it, if it's a big star someone like Hogan I would go for a photograph and an autograph but like Brooklyn Brawler last year I just thought I'd get a quick squiggle in the end he, he gave me a photograph anyway so I was like that was it <laughs> look how many years Steve Lombardi was employed by the company as well massive absolute legend you know, he is. It's like he's wrestled everyone from like the Red Rooster to Undertaker to Warrior Hogan. You name it, he's wrestled everyone. And he worked a number of jobs backstage over the years as well, didn't he, Steve Lombardi? Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? He wasn't definitely. just a he wasn't just a talent, was he? Oh, it's a totally different class, mate. It's like I think the only trouble is his attitude and his mindset because. He's, he's old school, he's just a wrestler, where some wrestlers are business-minded. And if he was business-minded, I, I said to him, we should write an autobiography. And he's like, oh, I've done an auto, uh, an audio version of it. I'm like, we want to read your book. <laughs> 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 You've got stories. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Like, so, yeah. Kev, I just want you to yeah. plug all your social media now and, and what you do with the social media, just for the listeners, so they can check you out. Right, I'm on Twitter, so that's the first one, Tweet Wrestling, so search there and you'll find me, there's quite a few followers, so have a look there, I've got a YouTube channel as well, which is the same, Tweet Wrestling, and coming shortly I'll start my blog, so it's in the process of starting, and I I said I need to focus on it, and just writing about my experience meeting wrestlers, and you know, something to do. (laughs) I'll be brilliant, I look forward to that, you know, I really do. Yeah. Um, so do you collect then or is it just do you know what oh my god I've never uh, I didn't collect anyway but the lads oh my god the lads one lad had to have stuff FedExed over you know when we've been you know when we've been to the States yeah so you'd go into you'd go into the superstore I'd set up at like the convention centre for Wrestlemania and uh they basically had like a uh, they had like a delivery point and he's had stuff sent. He's he's had a piece of canvas and all sorts. Mad. Like signed <laughs> signed canvas from uh, WrestleMania 30. Uh, he's had a turnbuckle oh. pad. Oh, they, they're crazy. Yeah. I've just never been into yeah. never been into collecting. I had obviously I had loads hundreds of wrestling figures when I was younger. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But um, they, they went to my cousins because they were younger than me. Mum was like, right, get your wrestling figures. Oh, I had that because I'm a United fan, like. I'm not a die-hard United fan or anything, but it's just like, as a kid, I used to have, like, United shirts and stuff like that. My mum's like, oh, right, pass them on to your cousins. I'd be like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but she always used to try and part me wrestling stuff off. Of no way. No, not a chance, mum. Like, next time I'll be choke-slamming her for a set here or something. It's like... <laughs> This isn't happening. At least you resisted. I, I can't just let her do it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, I've always collected wrestling stuff, so it's like, I, I've learned not to go too crazy, though. It's like, you see some guys, it's like, well, I've just burnt out 300 quid on a figure. I'm like, you're absolutely mental. <laughs> How can you do that? What, what's, your yeah. max, what's your maximum to spend? What, now? Or yeah, if, if save something... I'd say about... I'd go about 150 now, 200. What can you What can you get in that price range? What's like... You can get all sorts, really, quite a, a wide range. But obviously, 
sign stuff, that sort of thing, then not really. But I, I, honest to God, I look out for wacky items. Like I've just completed like the four jigsaws from the 90s. I'll send you a picture over. Right, okay, mate, yeah, and, uh, yeah, sound. Little, little things like that. I've been collecting like old newspaper snippets. It's like, it's totally weird and random stuff, but it's but like, wow, it's, you see it. It's your, it's your memories, mate, as well, though. I think, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, no fair play. The sticker books, old games, stuff like that. Oh, I've got T-shirts as well, man. I've got about 12 T-shirts now. Wait, which ones? Uh, WrestleMania 8. Brilliant. Like the original. That's my, fav- uh, that's my favourite. I know I've been to a few. Uh, some people, yeah. like, what, what's his name? Uh, o- Gene Oakland said it didn't, it didn't co- coagulate. WrestleMania 8, but I, I loved WrestleMania 8. Yeah, it was good. I loved the Ric Flair Macho Man match where there was blood everywhere. It's like, you don't see this in WF, what? <laughs> Brett, Brett and Piper was my match. Like, oh, oh what a match. Yeah. Storytelling yeah. at its, uh, storytelling at its finest. Yeah, brilliant. Just, Brett was class, so. Oh, he's my favourite. Really he's still my favourite. And uh, met him met him over in New Jersey, and yeah. I, could, I couldn't get my words out properly. Really, I, I, I struggled. Times like yeah, yeah, he, he's a nice guy, really is. Piper as well, what a legend! Oh. You're not going to believe this, Kev. He was he, yeah. he, he turned up he turned up late to uh, WrestleMania fan access. Yeah. So we were queuing right, and literally yeah. they were late. They were late by about an hour, and the place was going to close. And we yeah. got we got halfway through this queue. It was him and Ted DiBiase, and we just. Yeah. We weren't going to meet him in time, and then obviously later on that year, he, he passed away. I was gutted, like... 2015, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was gutted, wow. mate. I said to Aaron, yeah. my mate, I just said, if, if we'd have stayed in the queue, it, it was gonna, they were shutting it down anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was gutted I didn't meet him. Yeah, legend. I, I met him in Manchester in 2009. Oh, probably the best guy I've met. Him and Warrior are about the best. Was, uh, yeah, how was Warrior? Brilliant. He was good, like, um, the queue was massive, it's like, I don't think I've seen a queue like it, but he went through everyone, it's just like, how are you buddy, you okay? And I said to him, I said, wow, Warrior, you're a nice guy, you're good with your fans, and he's like, thanks man, I said, I don't believe a word that DVD says with Vince, and he's like, yeah, he's an asshole, man. <laughs> I was like, cool, I'm kind of, I'm, figure side. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that they made amends. Oh, with... big time, yeah, definitely, he was massive, the Ultimate Warrior. I was I was obviously there for Raw as well. You know, when he did his speech and that. Wow. Uh, it was incredible. Yeah. And then obviously I was coming through the airport. Wherever, I can't remember where we were connecting. And there was a TV yeah. on. And it was CNN. And it just had emblazoned over the screen that Warrior had died. Died, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe, believe it. Could not believe it. But yeah. I'm glad he made peace with Hogan and, you know, yeah. a few of the other guys. He had his, he had his yeah. closure before he died. Yeah, Jack, they knew something was happening. What with his health? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think so. But it, it just seems if they knew, like he was going to die, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's what a legend, though. It's just, it's just oh, it, it was uh, unbelievable. The amount of t-shirts, you know, in New Orleans that weekend. Oh, yeah, it was, it was yeah. crazy. Uh, that yellow one where they put his face on it. Yeah, my, my mate had yeah. that, and then obviously they had the masks out, and um, yeah. They must have done. They must have done a load on merchandise for him that weekend, you know. Oh yeah, still making millions for the WWE, isn't he? He's absolutely class, mate. Oh, but the legend. 
Who was your favourite wrestler anyway? Last one. <laughs> of all time? Uh, yeah. Bret Hart, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Bret. Yeah, he was class. Just... Yeah. And you know what? I, I was gutted... I was gutted, obviously, in 97, because I think him as a heel, he, he, he found yeah. himself, and his promo his promo work as a heel was absolutely brilliant. With the Canada-America thing. Oh, mate, it was so good. It, yeah. it just gave him... You know, we always knew him as a, as a face, didn't we? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I still loved him when he was when he went heel. You know, being a kid, yeah. being oh. a kid, sometimes you don't want to like the heels, do you? But no. I, I couldn't not. You know what? When I was a kid, I was twelve then, and my mum used to work, and my dad used to go out for a few beers. So like, be me, my brother, and two mates used to watch. Like, used to watch an hour of Nitro, like from nine till ten, and we used to watch Raw from ten till twelve. I think on Sky Sports Free. It was brilliant, mate. Honestly, it's like. <laughs> It's all about the memory, isn't it? I was at my, I was at my cousin's for all that on a Friday. Yeah. And uh, he, he, his dad did like wired in um, before wireless and all that w- w- upstairs. Yeah. But all their sky was wired into the bedrooms. Wow. Uh, but obviously, you could only watch what was on downstairs on the main box. Oh, but, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah. we were up in my cousin's room, and same as you, mate, flicking, flicking between the two. Yeah. You know, oh. it was so yeah. good. What a, what a time. Yeah, great what yeah. a time I could uh, Brilliant. just reminiscing isn't it mate yeah it is isn't it it is because it was that good it was that hot as well it was like everyone had the Austin 316 shirt on the year after everyone one it night was so hot for the business one night only was good as well was that 97 yeah Birmingham, Birmingham at the NEC yeah yeah my mum wouldn't take me I was like mum could you take me he's like no I'm not doing that I'm like oh thanks mum like we, pay for the ticket I'll even buy you one I know <laughs> <laughs> we, we watched it there again because I didn't have Sky at the time watched it uh, yeah. watched it at my cousin's house again you know class mate loved it <laughs> you can't oh, the kids today will never understand <laughs> never never well my nephew now he's turning it's just like why can't we watch proper wrestling Kev I'm like alright and we'll put it on the network <laughs> and he watches like old episodes of Raw with me does he enjoy it he loves the old school stuff. Good. It's like, it's such, he goes, it's just real, isn't it? <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Williams, the author of Wrestling Action Figures of the early 1990s. Thank you very much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. I'll be listening to more and take care. Podcast Network.